Welcome to today's broadcast of Sun, Salt, and Light. Sun, Salt, and Light, S-O-N, knowing and growing in your daily relationship with Jesus Christ, but also being the salt and the light in your marriage, in your family, at your place of work, at your church, and even in the community you're in. I'm Pastor Michael Petit. This is a radio ministry of our church, Calvary Chapel Divine, here in Divine, Texas. We are so glad that you joined us for today's broadcast. We are a Calvary Chapel, so we simply teach the Bible verse by verse, chapter by chapter. We believe that God uses His Word to transform, restore, and to change lives one verse at a time. If you're visiting our area, you'd like to get information about our church or church service times, maybe even track down some of the other teachings that we have available through podcasts, whether it's through Audible or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can do all of that at our church website at calvarydivine.org. That's calvarydivine.org. If you have your Bibles ready, today we'll continue our verse-by-verse study through the book of Genesis. Uh, we stopped actually around Genesis chapter 10, verse uh, 6. So we'll go ahead and close up chapter 10. And we will also talk about the Tower of Babel in Genesis 11, verses 1 through 9. Uh, the title of this sermon is, The Lord Came Down. Here is the second half and conclusion of this two-part study. And, and the thing that you have to remember is they're not at war with God. Because they'll never touch God. They're at war with you, the church because you represent God and they can put hands on you and they can make your life miserable. That's why it, it, it says in that verse, you know, let us break their bonds in pieces and cast away their cords from us. Let's get them away from us. They don't want anything to do with us. In Psalm 9, verses 17 through 20, it says, the wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forgot God for the needy shall not always be forgotten. The expectation of the poor shall not perish forever. Arise, O Lord, do not let man prevail. Let the nations be judged in your sight. Put them in the fear of the Lord, that the nations may know themselves to be but men. Selah. They're nothing but men. And the wicked shall be turned into hell. I read that verse and I'm thinking... We're, we're in it, right? If, if they're at war with God, then you're in a war. Because what they want to do is they're saying the same thing. They're, they're, they're coming back to the same thing, saying, you know, let us make a name for ourselves. Let's show them what we can do. And I'll share this with you. I've had concerns with artificial intelligence for a while. Because I have a concern with the man who runs it, Yovel. Noah Hadadi, because he believes himself to be God. He believes that he knows more and can do more than God could ever do. Because he's going to fix the problems that God could not. One of his quotes, he says, History begins when humans invented God, and it will end when humans become gods. He's an atheist. He's an atheist. He says he doesn't believe in religion, but guess what? He believes in a false system which is a false religion. Now this is being pushed by somebody in the WEF, the World Economic Forum. He's their AI guy. And it's being pushed through the UN, through the United Nations. And it's being paid for by BlackRock and Big Pharma. Right? So let's make a name for ourselves. 
Why do I tell you this? I'm not telling you this to be political. I'm telling you this because you're in the last days. And Jesus is returning. And it may look like we're being defeated. But you know what? The Christians need to stop hunkering down in the churches, in their little buildings. They have made Babel churches. They have made their churches like Babel. They have tried to make these big, big churches with big brick and all this entertainment. And that's not what church is. At what point did the building, what point did Peter have a building to go to? Or Jesus? Or any of the disciples? None of them. But this is what happens when we think we can make a name for ourselves. In verse 5 it says, But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of man had built. So this is a theopony. And it's the manifestation of God in the Bible that is tangible in human sense. And we see these visible appearances of God in the Old Testament. So he comes down. And he says in verse 6, And the Lord said, Indeed, the people are one, and they all have one language. That is what they begin to do. Now nothing that they propose to do will be, uh, will be withheld from them. So it's not that, that, that God is shocked or surprised. What God knows is that if they stay in this oneness, if they stay in this prideful, let us do this in our name, they will further fall into deeper and deeper sin. In Galatians chapter 6, verse 14, it says, But God forbid that I should boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world has been crucified to me, and I to, I to the world. Our life should identify with the Savior, with the cross. That's what our life should identify to. When we see God come down and say, hey, this is not right. Okay, how do we address something that's not right? Through the Word of God. Through the Word of God. That's why it's very important. I, man, for me, I, everything that Joel taught, I could see it. I know what's happening. But one of the things I love about Joshua chapter 1 is, is the fact that he says, I will never leave you or forsake you. And he tells you to stick to the Word of God day and night. What is the church's position to fight this battle? You know what? The seas are going to rage. If any of you have ever watched Deadly Sea, uh, Deadliest Catch, right? The, the fishing within Alaska, the, the, the waves are 20 foot, 18 feet. And stuff is moving all over the place. And these men are still doing their work while the seas are raging. That's the world. We're on the ship. We need to stay focused on what God has given us to do. Teach the Word of God. Share the Gospel. But you better share about judgment. It cannot all be heaven and love. Those are great. But there has to be truth to it. There's a judgment coming. The reason we see what we see happening right now is because the Antichrist is setting things up. And Jesus is returning. And it's important for us to let them know that. Our lives should be centered on the cross. Our lives should be found on the cross. And as we teach them the Word of God and we share the Gospel and we make disciples, that is your mission. The noise will always be the noise. Okay? The noise is the noise. What has God called you to do? Right? Do what God has called you to do. 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 5 and 6, it says, Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you, 
Submiss, uh, be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. They were wanting to make a name for themselves. They were not humble. And one of the things that we are to be the most is to be humble. We are to be, like, we are to be servants. We are to be humble. But being humble is not being a pushover. Okay? I want to make sure you understand that. Because what happens is Christians think, well, I'm not supposed to know. If you need to stand up and it goes against word, the Word of God, then you stand up. If you've got to go to the school board, if something happens here and it goes against the Word of God for the city, for the county, you go and you stand up. Now, a lot of pastors don't believe that. And that's the problem we have with the church today. Churches were silenced during COVID. And now we see all the information coming out and it's, it's not looking good for Fauci. A lot of the studies that are coming out are showing a lot of information now. And they're not studies from American misinformation. They're studies from abroad, from reputable medical, com uh, medical journals and stuff like that. Stuff's coming out. But what happened is the church, through the oneness and, and through the one world government that's being prepared, the devil showed these evil men how, hey, we can shut the church up. We can shut, shut the church down. They won't even meet. And we had pastors that actually stood up and said, <laughs> not today. We're doing church. That's what we're called to do. And other pastors, instead of saying, okay, yeah, man, instead of, you know, we'll be praying for y'all. Y'all do what you got to do. Because that's what God had given that man to do. Instead, they went on social media and started berating that pastor. I don't really don't care. To me, to be honest with you, I'm sure that most people look and, 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 and probably think, that, well, Mike, you're a little too political, you're a little too outspoken. I don't care. Because I don't answer to man, I answer to God. And I have to stand before him, not you. Okay? So, you know, they shut me down, turn me off, kick me out, I don't care. We have to stand for God. I am, I am not in a battle with the noise. I'm in a battle for love and truth, teaching the Word of God, making disciples and sharing the gospel and telling people that there is a judgment that's coming. That's what we're supposed to be doing. It says, come let us go down and there in verse 7. And there confuse their language and that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from, their own, uh, from, from there over the face of all the earth and they ceased building the city. So it, it stops. It's done. And this goes back to what can, the, the quote. Now, understand that that scroll that was found was not biblical. It's not from the Bible. But it was part of his historical documents that Nebuchadnezzar used to keep. They kept historical doc documents for the Babylonian Empire because they wanted to show how they went against God for their people. But we see that it just stopped. And that's what Nebuchadnezzar says. It just stopped. It was done by a king earlier, an earlier king, and, and it just stopped. And then people were scattered. So God scatters them. And that's the punishment. And it's not God scattered a few of them. God scattered them and changed languages. They couldn't speak. So now they have to start trying to, well, I need to find people that I can understand. That's where I'm going to go, where the people I can understand. And so he scatters them. 
He, and, and it's no different than a worldwide punishment like the flood. They were all scattered. And the, the thing is, is come let us go down. Let us, plural, God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit, plural. Okay? Just like we saw back in earlier in Genesis. But Satan is always trying to make a counterfeit. He wanted to build a false unity with them and, and that they would worship these false gods. And it says in verse 9, Therefore it, 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 its name is called Babel because their Lord confused the language of all the earth and from, their, uh, from the Lord scattered uh, them abroad over the face of all the earth. And so they, 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 the word is, is actually confusion. And so Nimrod's technology led to chaos. And that same guy that, that and I, I told you this, that same guy said, I can fix everything in the Bible, right? To where everybody will, Muslim, Buddhist, gender, will all be able to not be offended by the Word of God. I told y'all, I told y'all that they are looking at rewriting the Bible. That man was quoted saying that. That's not hearsay. He loves, let me tell you something. Let me make a name for myself. That's what that man's doing. If there's a mic, if there's a camera, if there's somebody, a reporter, a magazine article, I will do the interview. That's him. He wants to be seen. He wants to have a name for himself. Do you understand, like, one of the things that we see in reverse during the, uh, in Acts chapter 2, in Acts chapter 2, one of the things that we see in reverse is when the Holy Spirit comes down on the disciples and the people, all the languages are being spoke. And people are understanding, hey, that's my language. So they could get what? The good news of Jesus Christ. It's important. So when we look at Psalm, uh, Psalm 2, verses 1 through 3, one of the things that we have to remember is, as, as we look at that, it says, let us break their bonds and pieces and cast away their cords from us. It is a reminder that that there are demonic forces that are at work in revelation chapter 16 verses 13 through 16 and it says and i saw three unclean spirits like frogs coming out of the mouth of the dragon out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet for they are spirits of demons performing signs which go out to the kings of the earth and and of the whole day to gather them to battle of the great day of God Almighty. And behold, I am coming as a thief. Blessed is he who watches and keeps his garments, lest he walk naked and they say, and they see his shame, and they gathered them together in the place called in the Hebrew Armageddon. There are demons, spirits of demons, and those things are happening today. And so you have men that are rebelling just like Nimrod. That's why when we went over that in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 3, and you, made, uh, you, you he made alive who were dead in your trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of the world, according to the prince of the power of the air, and the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted our, uh, in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath just as, as the others. We were rebelling no different than they were. 
We were at war with God no different than they were until we came to Christ. We were at war. Why? John chapter 3, verse 19. And this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Their deeds were evil. We have to remember it's Jesus that will respond. God responds in, in Psalm chapter 2, verses 4 through 7, just as He comes down and, and the Lord comes down to see what's happening in the Tower of Babel in Psalm 2, verses 4 through 7. It says, He who sits in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall hold them in derision. Then he shall speak to them in his wrath and distress them in his displeasure. And yet I have set my king on my holy hill Zion. I will declare the decree the Lord has said to me, You are my son, today I have begotten you. He's like, you know what? The only thing that I'm sitting on the hill is Jesus. And everything that He did was done on the cross. Everything. It was done and it was completed on the cross. And, and through that, we understand that, that it is that decree that He is at the, the, the holy hill of Zion as, as the world will rage. And the armies come against God. And who does God send? His son, Jesus. He laughs. And that's funny to me because he goes from laughter to wrath. And so anybody that thinks that God's not going to judge, you see it in those verses in Psalm chapter 2, verse 4. Because he holds them in derision, then he shall speak to them in his wrath. And then they're distressed. They're distressed. We know this in, in other verses, Psalm 37, 13, the Lord laughs at him. For he sees that his days is coming in Psalm 59.8. But you, O Lord, shall laugh at them. You shall have all the nations in derision. And so it's funny that we think that we can amass whatever technology, whatever army that we have, whatever amount of money that we can throw at it. It's all the rebellion of man. All of it. It's all rebellion of men. And, 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 there will be massive armies to come against God and they'll never touch them. They can touch the church all day long up until the rapture. And then that's it. But it's a reminder to us that, that you will obey willingly or unwillingly. You will bow. It tells you in Philippians chapter 2, verses 9-11, through 11, Therefore God has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name that... At the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, and of those in heaven, and of those of earth, and of those under the earth, and, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Sinful men won't win, because everything that was needed to be done was done on the cross. The victory is already there. In Colossians chapter 2, verse 13, it says, And you, being dead in your trespasses, and the uncircumcision of your flesh he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that has against us, which was contrary to us, and he had taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross, having disarmed principalities and powers, he made public spectacle of, of them triumphing over them. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18, it says, For this message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to those who are being saved, it is the power of God. Everything that needed to be done, 
the, 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 every person that will die on the hill, it's already been finished and completed. It's done. God laughs and puts His Son on the holy hill of Zion. As we see this oneness trying to happen again, and it will happen again, don't lose your focus on what you're called to do. It tells you in those final verses in Psalm chapter 2, verses 7-12, through it says, I will declare a decree. The Lord has said to me, You are my Son, Today I have begotten you. Ask of me and I will give you the nations of your, uh, for your inheritance and the ends of the earth of your pos- uh, possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron. You shall dash them to the pieces like potter's clay. Now therefore be wise, O kings. Be instructed, you judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoicing with trembling. Kiss the Son lest He be angry and you perish in the way. When, he is, when his wrath is kindled, but a little blessed are, uh, blessed are all those who put their trust in him. And we see it. It's all about Jesus. It's always been about Jesus. And I think the saddest part about all of this is when you read Second Timothy chapter 3. It talks about how men will become lovers of themselves and lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient, parents... Uh, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanders, without self-control, brutal, dis- uh, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure, rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power. And from such people will turn away. That is the church. Paul is telling Timothy, this is what's going to happen in the last days because the people in the church are going to be the ones turning people away. Because of their actions. Because of their actions. And we're seeing this. And, and it's, they, these are uh, things that we need to wake up to and understand that, that we're, we're seeing things pushing towards this one world order. It's happening. It's happening. Whether they make a religion out of sexuality. Whether they make a religion out of gender. Whether they make a religion out of climate. Whether you make a religion out of political party. Because you can do that too. You put all your belief. Because the only person that I know who's going to sit on the holy hill of Zion and handle every army that comes against them is Jesus Christ. Not Donald Trump. Not Biden. Not Klaus Schwab or whatever his name is. Or the WEF. Or the UN. Or, or the guy from AI. They're all going to be judged. If they don't know Him, they will be judged. If they don't bow to Him and are not obedient to Him, they will be judged. And guess what? They'll still be. Because a hundred years from now, there'll be some other political party. Some other knucklehead who thinks he's got it all figured out, that he's a genius and I can outthink God. You can't outthink an infinite God with your little finite mind. I may not be the, the brightest bulb in the room, but I'm not that dumb. To think that the Bible is needing correction. That Jesus didn't pay it all on the cross. We need to remember that. So what, are, what is the church's responsibility? We see the oneness. We see the Tower of Babel. Guess what? AI is another form of the Tower of Babel. That's what AI is. It's a form of the Tower of Babel. Uh, everybody talks about, um, oh, well, you know, chips in the hand. The chips in your hand are what you're carrying. It's those stupid phones. They can track you, do everything with you. They're practicing on you right now. 
The mark of the beast is in your hand. They're just they're just getting you ready for what's going to happen. That that's not it right now, but it's coming. This is why you need to read the book of Revelation. You need to read the book of Daniel. You need to know about end times. But you need to know, and any time that you see the waves are getting more than 30 feet, and the ship is going all over the place, and people are being thrown in the ship, you need to focus back on the person who's sitting on the hill, the Mount Zion, which is Jesus Christ, who's already done everything that needs to be done on the cross. They're going to war with God, which they can't. That's why God laughs. It's, you should laugh too. Don't get focused on the waves and the noise okay share the gospel talk about judgment there is a judgment don't leave that out of the gospel when you share it okay make disciples and teach them the word of god this was actually one of the fun studies i had doing but it's true we have monuments that have become churches with basketball courts and soccer courts and gyms and entertainment and we've created these monuments of Babel uh, as churches and we've forgotten the mission and I pray that we don't lose that. We gotta stay on mission, teach the Word of God, share the gospel and make disciples and grow in Christ. Well, that concludes today's broadcast of Sun, Salt, and Light Radio. We hope that you enjoyed it. If you'd like to submit a prayer request or get in contact with us or find out service times, you can do all of that at our website, uh, as well as get uh, our podcast at Spotify, Audible, TuneIn Radio. Pretty much wherever you can find a podcast, uh, you, you can just type in Sun, Salt, and Light, and you'll find it. 